Our scripture today comes from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, beginning with verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Thank you, God, for the inspiration of this word. Amen. Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for January 31st. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and today, as you can see, we once again have our beautiful artwork of the Beatitudes, and we continue to talk about the Beatitudes on a more personal level. On Sunday, during our uh, January 29th worship video, we talked about the foundational elements of Jesus Christ sharing the Beatitudes at this message known as the Sermon on the Mount. We got to hear Christ explain to others the introductory message that would be an understanding of a grace-based theology and helping individuals that had been on the Exodus movement, helping individuals that had existed in a highly intense uh, responsibility of faith, uh, almost an oblig oblig obligation-based faith, uh, on what a grace-based theology would become, Christ's ministry. We also saw Christ deal with different realities. We saw Christ deal with the temptations. We saw Christ develop a support community, and then through the sharing of the Beatitudes, we saw Christ begin to share with others a mentorship outlined within the Beatitudes. So today I wanted to hold that conversation on a more personal level, on a more singular level, because we need these things. On Sunday, I talked about participating in it, uh, participating in a faith, faith community that we can be honest about the struggles that we contend with and free others to have a place that they can be a part of the conversations to find freedom 
within their struggles and their battles. So we talked about forming the communities. We talked about the small groups and the discussion groups and the support groups that we can all be a part of and find freedom and grace and and faith to step forward and do bold things because we have the safety net there to catch us. And then we talked about what it means to become the mentors for others and to share those things with others. Within the Beatitudes, there is this language of weakness and strength. And that's what I really want to talk to you about today. There is a language of, I have this weakness, but it will become my strength. I have this hunger, but it will become my strength. I have this longing, but it will become my strength. I have this fear and anxiety, but it will become my strength. When I look at the Beatitudes, I I celebrate that reality. And I really, and I share this on within my own personal narrative, I, I share this from my own personal narrative of constantly having had looked at my life from its limitations and have been inspired to step forward that the limitations become my strengths. I shared with you in different narratives and different conversations my life growing up with dyslexia. Well, the how hard it is for me to read written documentation to uh, communicate through uh, written language. Uh, that's a struggle for me, and if I look at at my struggle with my learning disability within the narrative of the Beatitudes, it would be blessed to be those with a learning disability for they will find other ways to communicate. I, Although that I feel that I miss things at time through my reading, although I feel that it's a struggle for others to read through emails or things that I send to them uh, through written means, newsletters, uh, pastoral letters, and so forth. Although I feel that that is a struggle for others to to piece together the, the puzzled framework of my writings, I I feel that I have developed a strength within uh, oral communication. I feel the means of committee conversations, sermons, uh, these video and audio podcasts that our church shares. I, I find a strength and a comfort in communicating in that way where, as in the writing or reading, it's my discomfort that kind of knocks me off kilter. You know, even as I share this with you, as I think of the ways that we look at the Beatitudes, that is, blessed be those that exist in that weakness, that they will find other means to discover their strength. 
My, my mind is actually also being drawn to last week's sermon as I talked about Moses and Aaron and Jethro. And I think about the blessed bees that exist in that narrative of leadership. Uh, blessed be the one with a speech impediment, for he will be the visual leader. Blessed is he who is afraid of being active, for he will be the communicator. Blessed is he who is aged, for he will be the saged knowledge. When I think about the personal narrative that exists in the Beatitudes, especially if we look at the Beatitudes of drawing blessings from our weaknesses that we can grow towards our strengths, that narrative of Moses and Aaron and Jethro begins to unfold this new vibrant conversation of what it means to be a team leader. If we pull this into the narrative that I have shared with Christ and, and Christ going out to be tempted by the great deceiver and then going out and immediately finding a support group. I, the blessed be that exists in that narrative is blessed be he who becomes the great example for he will be supported by his disciples. Within all these things and all these conversations, we live within the reality that in places that we find weakness, we also have the potential of finding strength. I, I want to shift this narrative to another uh, section of my life pre-church leadership. Uh, well, actually, this is an in-between time. In the time period in which that I moved from Virginia uh, to California, after having had worked as a youth director in a church in Tennessee for so many years, moving to Virginia, I had this beautiful side quest of being an adult skills teacher. So let's talk about the narrative, because then there there is pushback in what I've shared. What if it is something that you just cannot do? What it is? What if it is something that you are not physically equipped, emotionally equipped, uh, that you don't have the dexterity or the strength? There are things that exist as true physical weaknesses that we cannot overcome. What, how does that exist, Drew, in this narrative of blessed be this person because they can now do that? Well, I share with you the beatitude of being an adult skills teacher. I had the beautiful, beautiful blessing of working with um, individuals uh, that have cognitive delays that I had the blessing of working with individuals with physical disabilities who unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how that you receive it after we have this conversation, who could not do things in quote unquote the normal way. 
So I had the blessing within my career as an adult skills teacher to work with individuals to find a different way and a different path, a different uh, actions to complete tasks that existed outside of the normal comprehension on the way that those things were done. You know, every every time that I think about uh, uh, this beautiful community of adults with cognitive delays, I, I think about all the different ways that they have been named in in my time as a caregiver, acknowledging and caring for these dear friends. And within my time, it was adults with disabilities, uh, adults with developmental disabilities, adults with physical delays, adults with cognitive delays. And within all those different phrasings and different, all of those different uh, forms of of acknowledging a very dear collection of friends, one of the phrasings that never caught on that I always wished would catch on was the phrasing of differently abled. Not disabled, but differently abled. I've worked with dear friends who couldn't use their arms, who found ways to feed themselves. I've worked with dear friends with limited mobility, find ways to become mobile. And it's not a disability. It's working through the work and the concept of becoming differently abled. When I think about that narrative and that explanation of my life as an adult skills teacher, I go back and I think about the Beatitudes, as statements of being differently abled. Blessed be the one who lives in a wheelchair, for they will have the mobility to go wherever they want to go. Blessed is the one who has the inability to communicate in speech, for they will sign their intents to others. When I really look at these beatitudes within the narrative of being differently abled, we may not be able to go out and do things in the quote-unquote normal ways of living, but there are still ways that we can become strong and vibrant and productive and lead productive, caring lives as functioning individuals making a difference in the greater world. That is the blessed reality that I receive when I look at the Beatitude. Blessed is those with dyslexia because they will find other means to receive information. Blessed are those with writing challenges, for they will orally communicate their love to others. I think about all of these blessed bees, and the blessed bee is not a stop. It is a go forth. The blessed bee is not a 
stop. It is a be bold and do things in new and caring and inciting ways. The blessed be is not a limitation, but it is an open door to new potentials that we could have never fathomed, but we are willing to look towards the opportunities and step forth and say, blessed be where that I see a limitation, there still exists hope. That's what I'd like for you to hold on to within this conversation. Blessed be, blessed be, when you look at your life weakness, I hope that you say blessed be and then discover the strength. When you find your life limitation, I hope you say blessed be and you embark on doing something through different means that still help you reach the same results. Because when I read these phrases, blessed be for they will, that exists in our lives as well. Whether it be blessed be the one with a learning disability that they will learn in new, exciting ways, or blessed be the one that sits in sadness, for they will find a community of support and care. Look at the potential in the blessings. Thank you for joining with me in this conversation today. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. Blessed be, for you will. Amen.